Hello, this is Big Wave Sound Media. Hey, this is Big Wave Dave with Big Wave Sound Media. Brand new episode here today, episode 10 and the season finale. I'm talking about something especially personal and close to my heart that I think that every one of my listeners would appreciate and uh, would like to hear. Um, Unfortunately, this episode is not going to be happy-go-lucky like normal or anything like that. Um, Although I do sound kind of excited now, I am simply just keeping up the pace of the show. But what we're talking about today is uh, toxic people, toxic relationships, toxic surroundings. Um, and what you can do to kind of alleviate yourself of those situations and how to know when that's what you're dealing with. Um, me personally, once again, um, talking about toxic people and toxic situations or toxic relationships, um, man, it, it kind of hurts to talk about this just because of uh, the situation that I have been through, but... I think that I should talk about it because I like talking to you guys. I like talking to everyone who's willing to listen and just kind of take my advice or hear what I got to say. And, you know, of course, I always want you to take what I say with a grain of salt and do your own research. It's very important you do your own research. But still, um, I've been doing plenty of research on um, the situation I've just been through. And I'm just going to say it. I'm pretty sure that that. The I've been kind of dealing with a narcissist on and off, like someone with a narcissistic uh, personality disorder. I think like there's it, it would always feel like this person that I was spending time with was two different people because, you know, when we would be spending time, that time would be dictated whether or not I'm sorry, whether or not it would be good or bad it would be dictated on whether or not this person could kind of deal with their emotions or kind of hold their emotions. See, I'm the kind of person who, if we are going to talk or we have a disagreement or a discussion, we're going to have a a disagreement like adults. You know, we're going to have a calm conversation, calm discourse. You know, okay, why do you think that? Oh, is that why you think that? Well, you know, hey, I understand now. Thank you for explaining that to me. That kind of thing has always been my forte and you know, speaking to people and trying to figure out what I want to say and how I want to say it. Um, I'm good at that. I know that I am. I know that I am very well versed with speaking to people with respect, uh, trying to keep from being condescending. Um, I'm generally a nice guy. And uh, I've always kind have I've always kind of tried to hold myself to that standard. And when someone feels like I am, you know, talking to them some certain way or uh, treating them a certain way, I want to make sure that I take the um, the right corrective action to to again alleviate the situation or make sure that it doesn't escalate. <sighs> but I'm sure I'm more than sure that anyone who is listening right now has dealt with this situation. Now you're 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 dealing with someone who, no matter how you explain to them that you just want. To figure out the root of the issue, no matter how you explain to them, you don't want to argue. It always seems like it always circles back to arguing. Um, and there may even come times where they try to put their hands on you. They uh, tell you that they don't care what you think or what you have to say because they're so enthralled in their own emotion and anger that uh, they just believe that 
their way is the right way. It's either their way or the highway, right? And for a long time, what I've been kind of dealing with, what I'm finding out I've been kind of dealing with is what's known as a trauma bond or a codependent trauma bond. Uh, what that is, is you you are in this completely just negative situation with somebody and you're attached to that person uh, whether it be through some sort of equipment, um, a child, um, it could be your parents, to be honest with you, that uh, your relationship is just brings it brings about negativity. It brings about it, it's just it's not good that this relationship exists, to be honest, and not just and I'm not just referring to not good as in good or evil. I mean, not good that your mental state of being is deteriorating slowly but surely, if not quickly. You know, your mental state of being is so important. You know, I have family that has kind of been dealing with that type of thing. I mean, it's it's so uh, it's just so disheartening to see that go on, see somebody deal with that. Now, let me let me make one thing clear. I'm a very understanding person. If I see that you're dealing with something as far as a mental health issue or I think maybe something's going on with you that's beyond words or explaining that I can comprehend and that you maybe need to speak to a therapist or a psychologist, I completely feel for you. I have enough maturity that I don't get angry when people say horrible things to me. I don't get angry that people say demeaning things or personal thing, personal attacks on me because in my, in my mind, in my mind, you know that's wrong. Right. As an adult, as someone who has experienced life 27 years, you know, that's wrong. You know what's right and wrong. So if you tell somebody that's your significant other, that you care about them or you love them, that you don't care what they have to say or that you don't care what they think, uh, essentially, you're telling them that you don't care about them. Essentially, this person is telling you no matter what you do, no matter what you say, um, this is what I think of you and you cannot change that unless I change it myself. And I was going through a lot of that. I was going through trying to explain my way into showing somebody that they're acting like they don't care. But that's not my job. My job is not to look after this other grown adult, look after this adult and make sure that they're, uh, realizing that they're doing wrong my job is not to save you from being a piece of shit my job is not to save you from being terrible towards people and act and doing horrible things and saying horrible things and for a long time i've had this egotistical arrogant way of thinking right sorry about the ticks i always do that i suck my tongue and things like that but um I have uh, this. I, I go through this journey of self-awareness and trying to just look deep within myself to see what it is that I'm doing. This this situation I'm speaking on it had me flipping back and forth between demonizing this person and demonizing myself. I got to tell you, this is one of the most self-esteem destructive situations I've ever been in. Cause I was I was up here battling myself, trying to figure out what is it. What is it that I'm not doing? What is it that I'm not seeing that has us constantly in these fights or these arguments or, you know, these situations that 
we're both just yelling, screaming. Now, most of the time, I'm not yelling and screaming, but this person would push me there because they knew what buttons to press. You know, again, I don't. I want to make sure everyone knows I'm not talking shit about this person. I'm not talking down about anybody who may be suffering from this because this is this is truly a mental health situation. I don't believe that that person even recognizes that they are being terrible and that they are just discarding other people's feelings. Now, what this person would say all the time is, well, I'm just a really logical thinker. I'm really logical. You know, emotion really isn't my thing. But let there be a situation where they are not appreciative of that situation or they are upset with what happened or they think they're being attacked. Trust me, logic goes all the way out of the window. That would be their go-to. I'm a logical person. No, you are not. If you were a logical person, you would sit down, have a conversation, try to figure this all out, and we can get to the bottom of things. We can get to the root, like I said. But, again, I think that folks who kind of deal with these narcissistic tropes or these narcissistic traits... They don't see it. They don't realize that they're so destructive to their own surroundings. They're so destructive to their relationships and the people that care and love and care about them that they're blind to their own rage. And that's what I like. I think that's a good turning point here. Blind. It's a blind rage. It's it's a blind attack because you believe you're being attacked. Now, again, I've done a lot of research on this subject. Um. During the child rearing age, during the ages in which you need that support from your parents or you need that emotional freedom from your parents, um, it's come. I've come to find out that it could go two. It could go two different ways on the spectrum if it's not well balanced. If your parents don't acknowledge your feelings as a child, one of two things could happen. Again, if it's not well balanced, um, I'm gonna just I'm gonna use myself as an example, and then this person I was dealing with. Myself, as an example, uh, what's going to happen is on the opposite end of the spectrum, if it's not well balanced, is you will become over emotional. You will become overreactionary, right? And I've come to find that out about myself, and I have to deal with that, and I have been dealing with that. And I'm not afraid to say it here right now because I know who I am. I have confidence in myself, which I've been building. I have self esteem within myself that I've been building. But those special years, those years, those important times where I did need that emotional validation or I did need to be able to show those emotions and not be made to feel bad about it. I didn't get that. You know, I didn't get any of that stuff. Um, And what turned again, what turned out happening is that now it's like I look at things. I take things personally so easily. It's crazy. Um, not crazy, but um, it's it's wild that I take things so personally. Um, not not that I even should be taking them personally, but because of what happened, because of how um, my rearing was dealt as far as emotions are concerned, um, I did not have the correct confidence or self esteem in my emotional place, in my spiritual and emotional placement, that I would not take these as personal attacks. Shoot, I'll, I'll use another example in school. You know, I uh, tended to get bullied a lot because I was afraid of these types of emotional interactions. High emotion interactions used to scare me. I didn't want to be a part of anything that would um, involve high emotional interactions. 
because I, I grew up believing I was not able to show emotion. I grew up believing that I was, if I did show emotion, all it could be was happy. All it could be was grateful or all it could be was appreciation. So now what I like to do is I go out into the world. I try to have this arrogant attitude about things and try to save people and be like, oh, well, that's not how you should be acting. That's not how you should react to that. That's not how blah, blah, blah. But that's the thing. That's what I had to tell myself. Well, that's the thing, David. It's their reaction. It's them. That's who they are. That's how they deal with it. You can't now come in and be like, no, this is how you should deal with this because I, I'm so great with knowing emotions and knowing how to be nice and good to people. No, that's not how you approach problems like that or types of issues like that. Because that person didn't even ask for your help. That person might not even be asking you to, quote unquote, save them or help them out. You know, and I know there's plenty of people like you, like me out there who look at others. You have pity on them and you want to help them out. You want to support them any way you can. And you think that's love. That's not love. Don't get it confused. Don't get it twisted. That is not love. It's egotistical. It's arrogant. You're basically telling them you think you're better than them. You're basically putting yourself on a pedestal above this person to basically you're trying to show them the way like, you know, how you know how to answer all their all their questions and solve all their problems. And again, they might not have even asked for that. And in even worse, they probably some some people don't want your help. Because their their problems, their issues in their life, their strife it's their identity. So when they so think about that, if they did, let's say they had did have all their problems solved. You know, they wouldn't even know who the hell they are anymore. They wouldn't know what to do with the rest of their life. They wouldn't know what to do because their problems, they their whole thing was to complain and see the issue and everything and just cry their eyes out. And just that was their life. But now that their issues are taken care of, it's like, now, who are you? Who are you really? Who's the real you? And I want you guys to go follow this YouTube channel. It's called The Little Shaman. The Little Shaman. Um, it's this wonderful therapist or psychologist. I, I, think, I believe she's a psychologist. But um, she speaks on, she has a series about narcissists, narcissism, um, how to deal with them, what, what cues to look for, red flags to see, you know, and it really saved my life. It really did, because uh, one thing she does speak on is saying some people fall into this trap where for the rest of their lives, they are trying to show this person that they love them and that they care about them. But the other person is just not ever, ever going to see it that way. They're not going to change for you unless they get professional help. Narcissistic um, personality disorder is not something that can be cured. It is only something that can be kind of tamed and dealt with as long as that person decides to keep going to therapy and keep going to get help. But that's the even worse. That's the cherry on top of this whole Sunday. That's the, that's the cherry on top. That person, when you tell them or suggest to them, hey, let's go to therapy. You know, I think it'd really help us out if we go to therapy. Or I think you would really, you know, 
benefit from going to therapy. I really do because I see you. I see how you're moving. I see that you're suffering. I see you're suffering and I want to help you. I know that I don't have the tools to do that, though. But that this person, this professional will please do this. And their response, 99.9% out of the time is going to be, you need a therapist. No, I don't. What? You? I, I don't need a therapist. What are you talking about? You need a therapist. They just don't want to go. They just don't want to have any accountability. They don't want to take on any situation that will require working on themselves. People want to remain the same and then blame the world for their shortcomings. I know that I haven't made perfect choices in my life and I'm dealing with the consequences of that. Thank the good Lord I haven't made absolutely horrible decisions that could have even worse effects. Thank God that that hasn't happened yet. You know, and I'm not even going to say yet because I, I try to stay smart. I try to make sure I uh, stay out of situations like that. But now I'm going to explain on the other side, on the other side of this emotional spectrum, right? Growing up as a child and getting that emotional validation, if it's not well balanced, instead of you being over, instead of you overreacting or being, uh, or being way too emotional, you go in, you live your life as if emotion is not even attached to it. You live your life. You try to claim that you live your life, right? Like, oh, it's all led by logic and I just want to do what I need to do as far as it's my, as long as it makes sense, then I'll do it. But again, on that to that end, that means that when you interact with people, you're not being considerate of their feelings. You're not being considerate of the situation itself. It always comes back to this pinpoint or this needling point where uh, that the last answer needs to be, am I good with this? Is it going to benefit me? I don't care what anyone else, what happens to anyone else, but as long as I come out on top, that's all that matters. Uh, you know, I don't care what I say to this person. I don't care what I do to this person. As long as I'm good and I survive, I am okay with that. The world could be burning, but as long as I survive, I'm all right. Okay. And oh man, it's just, it's so toxic. It really is. Because you just go back and forth with this type of person thinking that you can help them. You really do want to help them and you think it's out of love. It's not out of love. It's possession. It's arrogance. You need to take care of yourself. You really do. Please. I love you all. That's going to be the um, the end of this episode. Again, I really want you guys to check out that YouTube channel. I told you, The Little Shaman. She is wonderful um, in helping folks realize if they are in these types of relationships or types of situations with people, whether it be your, your parents, your brother, your you know close siblings, a girlfriend, a wife, even business and work relationships are affected by narcissistic tendencies or people who have narcissistic uh, personalities, you know. And uh, one last little thing I do want to say is that uh, it, it, it's going to take some recovering, really, from the damage that was done. The damage was so great. Once again, uh, 
it really affected my self-esteem and my way of thinking, my mental state of being as far as who I am and what what it is that um, my value is to me. I came into the situation knowing exactly who I was. Shout out to Drake. I came in exactly knowing who I was, but I'll never leave. <laughs> I don't know. I'm messing up the lyrics. But um, basically, I came out of the situation not the same person, trying to make all these tiny little changes with myself to try and appease this person, trying to appease them, trying to show them, hey, I care what you think. I care that you think that, you know, because they would say things to me like, you just don't care. You just don't care what I what you think about my blah, blah, blah. You don't care about this. So I would try to change accordingly. I would try to make changes um, in those spaces to show, look, I do care. I made a change just for you. I made this change just for you so that I could show you that I care. But no, instead of taking that olive branch, it's almost as if it's just another stepping stone to them. It's like, okay, now I can get a leg up on this. I made you stop doing that. I'm going to get a leg up on that. Now that I know I can get you to change, I I can get you to do this and that. I can get you to do whatever. I'm going to keep taking advantage of that. Please take back the power. Take back the control in your life. Take back the peace because no one on God's green earth is worth giving up your mental health. No one on God's green earth is worth stressing over. If you got to block this person, you do that. That's what I did. I had to block them because I couldn't trust myself to stay away. I couldn't trust myself to make sure I can make that decision to stop dealing with them. So completely removed everything and anything that would remind me of them. Completely deleted everything, completely removed their numbers, contacts, made sure to keep them at least to block it. But other than that, I want nothing to do with this person. And I wish I could say that maybe someday down the line we could come back, get something figured out. But no, no, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to happen until that person gets help, gets some sort of therapeutic or psychological evaluation or some help. It's not going to happen. I was talking to my buddy Drew. You know, he's going through the same kind of deal. But anyways, like I was saying, this is the end of the episode. Um, I really appreciate you guys hanging out as long as you did. I really need your help, though. I want to let you know if you've made it this far, uh, please support. I'm trying to get some newer equipment and um, actually get some video equipment as well so that you guys can see a face. See if we get a face attached to the Big Wave Sound Media Gang. And uh, this is Big Wave Dave, going to have the new season starting up here next few weeks. And uh, thank every, I thank you all for listening and checking it out. Um, you can always donate to the Suicide Prevention um, Lifeline. You could always donate to, here, let me just pull up all of my links just to make sure. Here we are. Yes, so the Suicide Prevention Lifeline, donate to those folks, definitely. Sometimes, you know, um, personally, I've had those thoughts. I told you guys in previous episodes, I've had those thoughts. And um, I would just, they were a breath of fresh air, just going to their website and getting resources to try and help prevent that. You know, even for um, other friends and family who may be dealing with that, it's great. And um, another thing, personally, close to my heart. Uh, the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. My mom actually had breast cancer at some point. Um, we were all very terrified, but thank the good Lord she did live. Um, so please, definitely, 
donate to the Breast Cancer Research Foundation. You can donate to this podcast using Cash App or, or using PayPal as well. And I just recently added uh, Coinbase. Um, you can send USD coin to my wallet. The code or the uh, location, I can't even remember what it's called. <laughs> the um, Let me see here. The link, what you want to do to donate, you click the link, it takes you to your Coinbase, and then it's going to ask where you want to send it. You put in the zero, the little long line of zero XX and all that good stuff. You copy that, put it into the wallet where you're sending it, and uh, you can donate any amount that you'd like. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for all the love from all over the world, no, no, no less. You know, I know I was just saying last uh, episode, India's giving me a bunch of love, but I want to, sh- I want to let everybody know I appreciate the love. You know, please continue to listen, please continue to watch, and. Uh, You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. I'm out.